We were talking about Elon Musk earlier and like the stuff that he is creating and inventing and doing. We were talking about him because he's saying he might start charging for Twitter. Uh, but the guy, I mean, he's done some really incredibly innovative stuff. And I also, we didn't talk about this before, but one of the things I heard him talk about that he has like been quoted as saying, I'll have to look it up when and where he said it, but that the AI, the artificial intelligence that he is talking about creating he says we'll be smarter than any human on the planet, which I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea. It seems a little scary. But we're at this place, right, where we're looking for robots to do anything and everything. And it's kind of sad because the idea initially was like, hey, we'll create robots to run society and then every all of us can just go to the beach, you know, do whatever it is we want to do and the robots will do all the hard work. And now the robots have become a tool to uh, force us into like, you know, uh, obsolescence and make people rich, which is also a shame, but that's a whole other separate topic. Uh, one of the interesting applications of robots though, and please, don't read too far into this, is love. Love robots. That's an actual thing, and it's happening to actual adults in long-term care. And the show's contributor, Jerry Meyer Judson, reports on it now. You hear that? That is the sound of the future. Well, the future of health and well-being in older adults in long-term care, at least. Those little beep-boops are from love robots, or Loveots, officially. They are Cabbage Patch doll-sized robotic little... Well, they kind of look like owls, but they're social robots, like a Furby, but way cuter and a lot more high-tech. Hiro Ito is a master's student at UBC in population and public health, and she is working to introduce these cute little guys into long-term care facilities in Vancouver. I got to speak with Hiro and her supervisor, Dr. Lillian Hung, about this project. The robots are social robots. They're from Japan, and they're AI-driven, wonderfully high-tech robots. But their main purpose is really to bring love to people, and both bring love and to make people feel love in a lot of ways. So what we're doing with the social robots is we're introducing them to long-term care settings and, you know, bring joy to older adults here as well. So it would fulfill a little bit more of a pet role versus like a human companion role. Like they don't speak back or anything, do they? Yeah, it's kind of like a domestic cat. It will be really weird that if you're a domestic cat, your you're, you're kitten like, speaks human language to you, right? So <laughs> yeah, this robot speaks like robot language. It's kind of like, mm, yeah, like makes, making noise like that. Yeah, it makes like that sound as well as like little beeping, boop, boop. They pretty much, you know, speak in robot, but... What actually I find that really interesting is that it's quite universal in that mm -hmm. sense. You know, a lot of people I've noticed are talking to the robot in their own language. Even if it doesn't return in full sentences or words back, you know, there's still that interactive bit bond quite well. My heart's been touched to watching all the interactions. And you've already like taken them around to long-term care settings already to, to roll it out in sort of like a pilot capacity, have you? Hero has taken the robot, like robots, because we have two, we have Kiwi and Mango. They've been visiting a lot of our local community centers. A big part of it, of course, is the research and long-term care settings, but we also really wanted to make sure that we engaged with our local community and kind of introduce the robots there. So I've taken them to a lot of community centers, some, you know, senior outreach groups and a lot of different places, probably seen over 100 people at this point. You know, I've heard people say like, oh, this robot makes me feel loved. Or I've heard people compare it to their kids, their grandkids, you know, you know, pets that they've had and there's 
so many photographs. The number of people who've like picked kiwi and mango up and taken photographs to show their family members has been really fun as well. Oh, that's so sweet. They, I read that they each have a personality of their own. Like kiwi is different from mango. Absolutely. Yeah, it's actually really funny. I thought because I'm the one who kind of like the project coordinator, I, I thought I would be the one who only noticed. But pretty much immediately, the moment I take them out to places, people notice that Kiwi tends to be a little bit more shy. But Mango is the one who approaches people very social, very outgoing. And so, you know, seeing the way that the two robots have different personalities and are drawn to different people in different ways has been really touching to watch as well. And they interact with each other yeah. as well. Yes. You know, there's jealousy between them and they get in trouble together. Yeah, they interact with each other. Sometimes, you know, if there aren't any people in the room, you can see them having their little robot chit chat and dancing around and it's quite cute. They remind me of Furbies a little bit. Yeah, they're kind of like Furbies, but they move around like uh, Roombas. I've heard Teletubby, I've heard Penguin. It reminds most people of something or someone. I like that, yeah, everyone has a different point of reference. These two little things, they remind you of something. And it's and it, and it makes people feel love. Like that, what could be better than that? Yeah, you said it makes people feel love. And it, that's a human quality, right? We all, as human, we are social beings. And we love to be loved. And we also need to give love as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a really big part is, you know, the feeling of giving love as well, that I think that the robot does really well with drawing out those emotions from people, you know, instead of just, you know, feeling like you're being cared for constantly, feeling like you can care for someone as well and bringing out those feelings and um, that compassionate feeling as well. So kind of like the, what they said in Japanese, the secret to a long and happy life is ikigai. Yeah, so ikigai is a kind of a, it's a Japanese like well-being kind of term but essentially what it is it means what makes life worth living a big part of it is really both receiving and giving love and that social connection piece that's also something that you know Japan is really well known for ikigai as well as you know robots and technology and so it's interesting where you know these kids both come from as well right if you want to learn more about this project and see videos of kiwi and mango go to idea.nursing.ubc.ca